0: Hello,
1: tomorrow. welcome back to Astrology Speaking, episode 5, episode 5 indeed. Hi, I'm Cliff and with me is Gabriel, hi, and uh, yes, we know it's been a hiatus. Very very long. Well, we planned for an episode while I'm in the UK, but things happen. I didn't manage to capture any episode, but um, here we are doing up another episode. Hopefully, in time for National Day. And based on the audio quality, um, you could have guessed from it For the first time, Cliff and I, we are in the same room recording this.
2: Yeah, after a long time. Yeah, we have
1: been talking about wanting to do this for a long time, but. Um, Things happen, but yeah finally we managed to do this and this will be the last episode of season 1 Yes uh, We'll talk more about season 2 or the possibility of season 2 later But before we do anything, I just want to say Happy National Day! Happy National Day, Singapore Yes, so Singapore is how many years old? Ah, <laughs> uh, 60? 15? No, 15. plus 55? No 7? Your are born in 67, yes
2: Yeah, so happy 57th birthday Singapore. Um, So obviously, that's going to be one of the key things that we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Um, And because it's National Day, uh, we have a very hit theme song by Kit Chan uh, called Home. This
1: is home, truly. Oh my god.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh and, and um, just as a caveat, first we're recording in person in the physical space. So if you hear shuffles on the table, slurps of water, uh just take it as you're hanging out in the same room with us.
1: Yeah, hanging out. Yeah, and I'm I'm ill actually, so uh, it's not COVID, so that's why I can still record. If you if you smell it will not smell <laughs> smell, if you hear any sniffing or any um volume of the nose, just So
2: back to what we are talking about, National Day, so there's
1: home is the central theme. Suddenly, during National Day, everyone suddenly becomes very patriotic. Um, And yeah, how how do you want to talk about this? How do
2: you want to do this? Um, Well, I thought um, when we were planning this, we mentioned that we opened the season with predictions for the year. Specifically, what's going to happen for Singapore. Um and I think it's really cool that we're gonna be closing off the first season by revisiting some of the discussions that we had about what might be in store for Singapore. I think our first episode was in March, was it? Uh, yeah, there are about, I think. Yeah, yeah about so it's been like what, four months, coming five months since yeah. then. So yeah. I think it's uh, it's good to do like a mid year review. in front of us a couple of bullet points on what we want to discuss um the first one was how we talked about uranus the planet of revolution uh rebelliousness and just plain disruption was just creating this funky pattern uh with singapore's birth chart so if singapore was a real person they would have a chart as well so uh how do you want to summarize what we yeah and, and
1: i think it's episode one we actually talk about Uranus squaring Singapore's sun mm. and the kind of like possible interesting stuff it would manifest you mm. know, I, I did an analysis of, we did an analysis mm. of what came up in various uh, the various times when um, Singapore's sun sign got triggered by Uranus mm. and Uranus just squared Singapore's sun sign fairly recently I think in the last, it's only, it only started Properly started in the last, I think two months or so.
2: Yeah, thereabouts. in
1: May, May, May or June. Much, yeah, mm. and um, some of the things that has been happening since we did our very first episode was, of course, you know, the confirmation of Mister Lawrence Walk as the you know the, the chart, Yeah, and uh, we made some you know, prediction around uh, what this traveling Uranus squaring Singapore, squaring the Sun would be. Mm. And, you know, we are going to review how we done, you know, whether some of these things have, have sort of, like hmm. And maybe we'll start with, you know, the money stuff. You know, we talked quite a bit about money stuff,
2: today. Yes, the trade right. axis is known as the money axis.
1: Yes, the money axis, how, you know, the money axis today.
2: So, to summarize,
1: if you didn't listen to episode one, in episode one, we talk about how um, the Uranus is sort of, like, triggering Singapore from the money axis. Mm. Which is about money about joint finances, about our own value. We gave a a couple of possibilities, right? Mm. And one of the things that we both agree and zoom in on would be things around joint finances. You know, something unconventional, something interesting would happen in that
0: in that mm. space.
2: Mm. Right? Yeah. And how are we doing on that? Since you are the you are the money person. <laughs> uh well so um... How do we describe this? When I, when we were doing that the, the podcast uh, the episode, I was saying that um, I believe that yes, there might be some movement around cryptocurrencies as money. But ultimately, I believe that fundamentally, it was like deeper adoption of uh, blockchain technology. But let's start with the surface level first. We saw how the crypto market has been just crashing tell me about it, how <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, yeah. and, and, and how um, very quietly there has been a lot more regulations coming in oh is it yeah so like um, so not just just crypto but digital currencies okay. digital spending digital wallets so for example you've got uh, Grab graph uh, with the grab card um, Grab's about to be a digital bank in collaboration oh, with Singtel. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay. Right? So, uh, this was like they were awarded a license some time ago, maybe last year ish. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, these things don't, don't happen overnight. Um, and then we've also got uh, restrictions and limitations on crypto.com's uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. card. So, we can't earn as much, and there's just constantly more and more. Um, Regulations or restrictions around how that's gonna uh, be allowed to operate in Singapore. <laughs> so, so, on one hand, you have uh, over the past couple of months Uranus uh, you, uh, you in the eighth house, which means like progressive rebelliousness. But then now you've got the north node as well as the oh, Mars coming oh, in. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like very progressive, moving towards like a future destiny thing. However, there is a lot, still a lot of scams, like so many scams, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I'm seeing in terms of like uh, Neptune in uh, the second house, which is illusions mm-hmm. around personal money, mm-hmm. and yeah, exactly, and it's the south node, which means it's very easy and uh, very comfortable. Oh. So uh, OCBC had that major thing where uh, they, uh, a lot of the customers lost uh, money through phone scams. Oh, oh wow. Um, And then they make restitutions back to everyone who were affected. Um, That set the precedent up basically, and now people are demanding more (coughs) protection from these scams.
0: Um,
2: And then, coming, bringing us back to the crypto space, we've got major, major hedge fund uh, based in Singapore called Three Arrows Capital uh, going under the. The The True true true, is it? Yes. Yes. So the the founders have. I forgot what the founders are. Are they fleeing? I think they've left. Yeah, but no. wow. I, know, I think he sold the Phuket space Trying to, yeah yeah, And the 3 hours capital going down really affected a lot of uh, Pretty much the entire market uh. wow. So while that is a global stage thing, it does affect the Singapore population mm. Which is what, how we're interpreting the sun in the 11th house right? T-square with the apex so it's <laughs> everything that's happening on this money axis is impacting the community.
1: Right, 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 right. That's very, very interesting. And, and you know, today I made aware of the SSD. Mm. The oh yeah. you what's it called? Singapore what? Savings bond. Singapore savings
2: So that's also uh, Uranus and. That's very Uranus. Yeah. That's in my opinion, it's very very
1: Uranus because, and I tell you why. Because and I only found out found out about this today that. Uh, I mean, all along, I all know there's a bond thing. Mm. I mean, my impression of bonds is that it's actually not good because it's very slow. Mm. The yield is relatively low. Yeah. And apparently, even though now it has, the, the yield is about 3% for 10 years, mm. apparently that's like, the
2: highest it. That it is because it, that's never hurt. I is heard it? Of, oh, yeah,
1: I didn't yes. know that. Yeah. Yes. And it's interesting why Why that would be a uranus thing? because it is unconventional, mm. and it is stable, which is the tallest thing. Oh yes, 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 right? Yes, yes. And, and it's the eight house mm. you know, bonds and savings, that's all the 8th house stuff, right? Mm. So that was like, that's interesting to me. Mm. So yeah, so you know the bond thing, it's just, it's just very, Uranus, very interesting to me. Uh, anything else you think that is worthy of the Uranus movement in the joint finances uh, kind of
2: like the space? Yeah, so um, Uranus in Taurus, you mentioned Taurus is about money, right? Yeah, so and stability as well, mm. and stability and not just about money but it's also like uh, the physical space as well like what makes us comfortable and one of the ways to look at it or think about it is our home and environment as home so uh, we are seeing suddenly just a massive increase in adoption or popularity of this thing called ESG Ah, uh, yes, yes. yes. Uh, environmental, social... Is okay, it talk about this the first episode as well? Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Tell me more. Tell us more. So, uh, there is more uh, attention being paid to how governments and corporations are treating the environment. Recently, in uh, the UK, there was a landmark case where the citizens, wo- the environment was suing the British government
1: environmental
2: Yes so um, uh, environmental lawyers was, ah. were acting on behalf of the environment mm. and they sued the, the UK government and they won. Ah. So, so there's a lot more of these kind of um, this kind of uh, activism ah. with regard to uh, representing home land and, and, and mother nature. Mm. Um, but I acknowledge that that is in the UK I'm not specifically in Singapore. I haven't seen a lot of specific cases yet. But from the sense on the ground with my work in DNI, uh, which is part of ESG, uh, um, I, I'm noticing that there's more, more ne- momentum and interest behind this. Uh. So perhaps the trigger is not here yet, or the trigger is here but it's slow, mm. because Neptune is also involved. Mm. Um, fingers crossed that uh, we we're in for a good surprise uh, by the end of the year.
1: You say Neptune is involved. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, you know, what about Neptune being involved? In this? Is
2: slow or Uh well slow might not be the right word but hidden. So we we'll
1: will see what's happening. Um, and the other thing that I think is worthy of the mention of the sun, sorry I mean, the wearness transition to the sun mm. is the amount of crazy oh, yes. incidents mm. that's been happening in Singapore. So ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, I don't know like how I don't know how astute you are. You know, we're observing the news since mm. we opened up, but things have been crazy, right? There's like a lot of like um, fighting and violent incidents, slash incidents, mm. like brawls and all that happening all over Singapore, right? Mm. And I have a list here, which is an exhaustive list, and we're gonna do like a little uh, report, okay? With a little bit of the ding ding <laughs> bell and like, Yeah, okay? So uh, we're gonna list. Um, 12 of these since uh, March Okay, and uh, yeah, you know, and, and, and it's, this is in the soft So mm-hmm. we're going to start, okay So first one Bangkok Mall nice swinging incident on the 14th of March So apparently this man was swinging a sword at the oncoming traffic near Wangkok Mall and allegedly he had consumed some like yellow unknown yellow pills prior to that yep. So a bit, a bit strange, a bit like a bit crazy worthy of the humanitarian transit? Mm. okay next one so
2: we have on the twenty third of march another knife incident i wonder if knife is represented somewhere here in the chart. Uh, but there was a drug offender uh, walking around in Vendania. he was waving a wife a, a knife but unfortunately he was shot uh shot by the police yeah and because he
1: was he refused to stop mm. even though the case twice, still like charged forward and they killed him so yes. he was like what the heck? Next one, Long Mamong, which is a Holland village. Yep. there was a fight. A uh, group of men was brawling on the eighth of April. Mm. And Fourth one,
2: Golden Mile on the fifteenth of April. Actually. Yeah, so yeah. a brawl like, a Aiyah, yeah. drunken brawl like, not
1: very, very common line. Right? Mm. And then we have sixteenth of April, oh. husband yeah. hits wife outside restaurant and This is the famous one. Yeah, where the the the, the restaurant owner had to help to chip in. Mm-hmm. To, like called
2: yeah that that was quite gruesome did you see the video i didn't I, <laughs> yeah no no I <laughs> you see, not no no out. no no
1: and then next one
2: uh, another slashing incident again in april 28th of april uh Boulay again, uh, again. Uh, this, this one is still slashing it. yes this one belongs
1: to uh, secret society. society yeah yeah and then number seven cherry Discotheque. Yeah. Uh, a bro. um people fighting because they they cannot re-enter club essentially
2: so that's on the 28th of april
1: I don't know, 10th of May, 10th of Mm. of May Next one
2: Coming into June on the 5th There there was a fight between two men at Great World City Yeah, also not very epic
1: This I saw the video Yeah, Yeah. it's a mother (laughs) ship Very epic Ninth incident was a slashing incident at Imera On the 30th of June Apparently, 50-year-old uncle slashed a 75-year-old uncle's uncles head Ah Block triple one at Dalam Imera And then 10th incident
2: uh, this is quite, quite recent, I think everyone can still remember oh this Oh my god <laughs> 9th of July, Causeway. there was this lady that was uh, trying to hold back a car Throwing the car plate at the, the windscreen Like, I still don't know what's going on but <laughs> <laughs> And
1: then, uh, the 11th incident is a bit, uh, I sort of like, reordered it So this is the 1st of July, so it should happen before uh, mm. Another brawl at Gorenbaum, mm. this time we're going four teams there's now four men, now four teams. Mm. And the last incident on
2: our list is... Uh, 6th of July, in Road again, uh, there was another fight between a man and a woman.
1: Yeah, that was sort of over a car. Mm. It was like over the car, yeah. The man came out of the car and slept the mm. So, yeah, and there were other stuff that, that was happening that we didn't manage to capture. Uh, but it's interesting, like, this all happens within, like, from March, you know. Mm. It's like four months, there, eh? And yes, 12 incidents. 12
2: more, yeah. I think one way of looking at it now, on hindsight, right, is Uranus in the eighth house. Eighth house is the psyche, yeah. the unconscious mental processes uh, of Singapore. So, and of course, I mean, if you relate it to a non astrological perspective, people are returning to office, being forced to return to office for those of you know them that, that have have to go to work. Then there's a lot of pent up frustration over the past two years, mm-hmm. and now we're finally opening up. Did everything come out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's another way of looking at it. So I mean,
1: I think these things are very interesting, you know, like there's a lot of like I mean yeah, I mean they you feel like that, like there's a lot of like interesting like excitement in the air, you know. Mm. And of course the other thing is that everybody situations. The oh. Right. Yeah. Uh I mean yeah, I cannot. So we had a, we did an episode with the, you know. Previous... In pride, yeah. Yeah, in pride, right? Yeah. And uh... <clears throat> So, the situation in Singapore, apparently, seems to be getting worse <laughs> um, We just had a Protect 3778 town hall oh, yes. at, at the Singapore Expo mm. which, was, uh, which created quite a stir in the LGBTQ community yeah. People were quite upset and angry But you know, they, they were so righteous about it, you know, wanting to protect and stride the confusion, mm. yada, yada, yada. They even had like PDF uh, thing that they sort of, like Upload the internet Oh
0: and yeah, spread like,
1: around. Yeah. Oh my God! It's just like, oh, what's wrong with this country? Seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, one of the things that I mentioned in, uh, you know, one of the things that I mentioned in my article uh, was the possibility that 378 um, will be this year. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a number of indicators, lah. Like, you know, um, I think there was a the constitutional challenge at the start of the year. That was rejected, right? And I was quite I was a little bit sad and upset. But because I saw the chart, I know that um, there's still a chance this year, right? right? If anything, there's a chance this year. Uh, for a couple of reasons. If you are interested, please go and read my article uh, on my website. Uh, stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, you know like Singapore is going through a time where what is right is being challenged,
0: mm.
1: right? Uh, and there were lot of like uh, challenges uh, by by the by the civil society, not just about like, LGBTQ issues, mm-hmm. but also on like the death sentences that happened Like there were a lot, um, you know, activists who wants to sort of like fight against the death sentence, mm-hmm. the, the, the hanging.
2: And there was a recent graduate, uh from uh, a university. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 I use it,
1: graduated, graduated, and use it as a platform. Mm. to flash the the play yeah. card line right? yeah right that sentence shouldn't be you know allowed that sort of thing so interesting you know these sort of things are uh, it seems like these sort of things are changing and of course we have people from the other spectrum which is the more conservative right you know in the protective system A Town mm. Hall and then more conservative people who are sort of fighting against the game situation. Mm. Right. And of course you know like we cannot look at all these uh, in silo yeah. Between our previous episode and this episode, we know that uh, in America the bovy rate situation, which is called, oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, women no longer have the right to decide for themselves whether they can a baby or not. Yeah. So yeah, so the world is in chaos and yep. it's affecting Singapore as well. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean as much as as much as America's influence is in kind, it is still the most influential player. Uh, because of systems that have been set up, yeah. uh, that to ensure that fact, and I'm sure that that conversation will cascade down to us in some yeah, way or the other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and um,
1: yeah,
0: I'm really. I think. I think as a
1: it's a global citizen, I'm quite worried of where the war is going, mm-hmm. especially if America, like sort of like going through their own um, dark you know, their own like uh Pluto return. Yeah people return, right? We mm. call, so. yep. I mean, call it the dark knight or I will call it the dark knight
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's quite dire the situation. It's like in the next two, three years, in two to four years, you know,
2: who they
1: chose to be part of their government, I mean mm. the government would, would have a very dire consequence over the <laughs>
2: I think I I think right now um, we, we just want to point out also something I just noticed in the chart uh, that we didn't really touch on in the first episode. Uh, Chiron is in, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's in the seventh house, the house of relationships and interpersonal re- relations. Uh, it's in Aries, which Transiting it, Chiron. Transiting Chiron, right. yeah. So it's in Aries, which means it makes like a, what we call a trying to the Singapore natal sun. So there's a lot of pain, there's a lot of angst when it comes to relating really your your fellow men, uh, basically, um, and and I think that is setting the stage for a lot of difficult conversations mm. uh, and confrontations. I love that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And it's a try. So hopefully, it's easy thing to do. it's easy to have those conversations, but perhaps the nature of it, it's easy for him to come up. Perhaps that's. But, uh, I think it's these kind of heavy topics very difficult to resolve mm-hmm.
1: and on that note uh ladies and gentlemen just a reminder that we are heading towards the mars retrograde oh yeah <laughs> and that's part of my um I, I wrote that i wrote part of it in my uh, article about Singapore as well but how like uh, the mars retrograde i think would be a negotiation between the conservative right mm. and the uh, progressive left there mm. will be a so trying to make it work, trying to connect both sides, mm. trying to make it um, relevant for both, you know, because Mars actually forms a T square between uh, the Virgo um, Virgo uh, Pisces axis, like right, in the six to twelve hours ago, right? So we're throwing a lot of jargons there. Yeah, just 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 don't mind us. We're just throwing mm. a lot of jargons, right? but yeah, I mean, essentially what you need to know is that. Um, if we see the situation, political situation now, the socio-political situation in Singapore now as being a little bit, mm. you know, mm. quite more rough mm-hmm. I would say from September onwards, we, we will see more, mm. like,
2: Yeah, it gets worse before it gets better yeah, 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 Do yeah, you yeah. think that Mars uh, mass retrograde can also represent us as a collective, eleventh House, mm. moving backwards? I don't know I don't I hope not. Mm.
1: Actually I don't think so. Mm. I think I'll tell you why, because uh, Mars is hitting Singapore's north home, yeah. which is the future coming hood. Right? Mm. Which means that Mars okay, so Mars is about taking action. Right? Yeah. We'll, so it looks like we will take action towards a towards a, a a future. Towards a future that is more more relatable, more relevant to everyone. Yes. And not a one shot, one hit. You know, like one one splash of color. Everything just use that same thing. Right. Mm. my sense is that it, it's gonna go towards like more relativity and more uh, more complexity, like allowing for more complexity. Because we have a we have a Sagittarius sample in the past, Yeah. But right. well, I know my chart very well. Who are even to get a chart? You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's very big picture. It's very like ah, you know, this day cannot do this. Uh, you do this, you are wrong. You die. Mm. Right? but it's going towards the the German-like north which is more more variation. You know, less like one one color black means black, white means white. It's mm. more like okay, maybe there's like um, grade one of grey, there's a second grade of grey, there's a third grey of grey. You know, there's more nuances in the, the grey, just purely black like and white. So my sense, my sense. Mm. and I hope I'm right is that we are going towards a direction? Mm. so hopefully Ying 370 will be killed by this year just saying
2: <laughs> yeah um, fingers crossed for that to happen I mean um, I, I see what you mean now I'm playing with the chart uh, as we we're talking and I see that the Mars retrograde actually cuts across the north the and natal north node and Jupiter exactly that's why so why so, so law will
1: change Jupiter in the ninth house Especially Jupiter in the 9th house in Germany mm. Which is very much about like, the constitution So the, the right yeah. way for people who
2: yeah. And okay. then uh, Mars retrograde is like fighting the fight that needs to be fought.
1: Yeah. And apparently this Mars retrograde period is going to be really wild Because Mars is also out of power uh, Apparently mm, okay. Mars is also out of bounds during the retrograde period So it's going to be quite a wild one so, so, no, you know, uh, yeah. yeah, so yeah, actually, lots of stuff out there. Yeah, but basically, <laughs> it's gonna
2: get worse from like late September, October, yeah. all the way until early 2023. 2020. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Hold on to your seats. Uh, okay. Yeah, so with all these talk of, and discussion of how we're gonna have a period of, an extended period of like fights and discussion over. Uh, what each individual can think is the right way forward like for example the the left would want to say this is the right way forward the right will say that um it, it brings to mind or you know between us like what then does the new home look like we started talking about you know this is home being a hit classic uh, <laughs> uh there has been arguments that that song can be used to represent any country so that, is true. that is it's true
1: that uh, it's true
2: but then you know what then is what then would this new home, um, if we had the power, how would it look like for you? I do hope for me, yeah.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I mean, uh, wait, I think... Uh, uh, I have so much suffering about this, you know. honestly, like... Uh-huh. Yeah, I have so much suffering about this. Like, one of the things that I, I sort of felt when I come back to Singapore after my long... Well, it's not that, long, but. Three weeks or so, three and a half weeks or so, mm-hmm. one of the things that I felt was that I, when I came back to Singapore, I felt dislocated. Dislocated? Like I'm not in the right location. Mm. Right? It, and it's not just that, you know, I'm fighting jet lag, which is of course like the sense of like, I'm not in the right time. But also, like metaphorically, I feel like I'm not in the right time with Singapore. I feel like I. I
2: Ahead I, of your time. Yeah, mm. you know.
1: Uh, and of course, I feel like I'm not in the right place. Everything feels very stilted, you know, and it feels like uh it feels like there's very there's, there's not a lot of variation of success. it's mm. like very fixed tablet of success. Mm. And that's one of the things I've been talking about to people, my partner, and some of my friends, that I feel like uh um, I feel very home tier. Mm-hmm. You see some of my partner asking, you know, if you go to the UK, if you if you, if you move there you know, because you love it there, so much, right? You know. If you go there and work, you will will feel the same thing, right? And my mom was like, Yeah, probably true. that you know, if I move to the UK, I'll I'll definitely be an outsider because I'm getting Mm. Uh, But guess what? I'm supposed to be a privileged citizen in Singapore. Because I'm Chinese privileged, Mm. because I'm relatively well educated. Mm. But I feel like I don't don't fit in here. Is it it sad to to go to a a country and feel like a foreigner? When you are actually really a foreigner. Or to be in Singapore and feel like you are a foreigner, but actually you grew up here. You know, so that's something that I've been thinking about. And just in simple things, like, you know when I was in the UK, like because it's was Pride Month, right? You see governmental buildings flying the pride flag. Mm. It's a very different feeling. Mm. And you're on the underground, on the public transports, mm. and you see, you know, the trade sorry they go back to the underground or the overground line right? the advertisement talking about pride talking mm. about discrimination we stand against discrimination it, it just opens up really different avenues you know uh, that yeah you know what's possible right uh, and I'm, of course i'm not saying that the uk is perfect yep uh it's no problem we need the nhs <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, uh, when I was there, I felt like, uh, I really felt like my role in the glass UK that I previously had is sort of like smashed a little because I, I was at the brunt of a few um, what seems to be like racist incidents. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like uh, that aside, like I would really love to live there the space where i can feel very abundant mm. there's a lot more space literally there's a lot more space mm. in the uk uh, being more connected to nature and having a stronger sense of the roots of the history. Mm. Right. and the thing about singapore is that yeah you know we, we keep upgrading our houses we not just that we are a young nation but it's also that we keep upgrading we keep tearing down old buildings mm. to rebuild new ones mm. that we don't really have like location that that, that sort of reminds us of Always mm-hmm. So, after this long big story, what's my ideal home? My ideal home is a place where I feel safe. Safe in the sense that I can be who I am without fearing that I'm essential. i be mean, mm. free to explore myself. Um, so yeah, that's my ideal
2: home. Okay, look Heavy but beautiful. Yeah, lots of stuff I've like, been uh, thinking about it recently because About you. Yeah. Oh, good question. I, I you know we've we've had a week to think about and prepare for our recording session. Right? I also struggle to describe an ideal home because my ideal home is constantly in in movement it change. Uh, i get bored very easily of a location of an activity of a space so uh, i spent two years in hong kong like living working in hong kong that was awesome um in, in because that it, it, it gave me exposure to a lot of different experiences viewpoints people conversely at the same time however i felt like an invisible outsider not only was i an outsider i was an invisible outsider because um, I was the same colour. Yeah, nobody knows that you're an outsider. Yeah, <laughs> correct, correct. And, and the assumption is that I, I speak the language, I know the customs, yeah. uh, I, I read the, the language as well. Second class local, second class foreigner. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so that, that, that made me conscious of the yellow aspect or the Asian aspect. Um and coming home to Singapore, like you know how there was a quote that says like the mind once expanded can never contract to its yeah, original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, coming back to Singapore, coming back to what's apparently my home, yeah. I feel like I cannot connect mm. as deeply as I did. Like. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful for that mental expansion, but coming back is like, wow, you guys really can't do about these same things over and over. <laughs> um so I struggle with that and that's, that has kind of led me to uh, advocate a lot more strongly for d D&I, diversity mm. and inclusion, also known as diversity inclusion belonging or diversity equity and inclusion. Many different variations to that but um, I've more I've taken a more active stance on, on moving in the direction mm. to one day be able to meet a balance lah, uh, of what uh, like, you know, for simple things like, like holding your partner's hand in public and not, not get stoned to death for that but also balancing that with the conservative desire to uh, live in communion with uh, whatever anthropomorphic entity that you believe in like, re- like real harmony like, basically because I think um, things have gone into extremes on the spectrum and it's hard to call any place home until we find balance Yeah, what is the respect to so, all of the world
1: but
2: not the Singapore Yeah, correct So like you mentioned citizen of the world and I think that's that's a great term um, I, I uh, would love to be uh, uh, a, a fellow citizen that is able to travel <laughs> at mm-hmm. a at, 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 at moment's notice uh, I can't right now because of uh, how old my, my child is but maybe later mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think ideal home uh, that would look like a place where diversity of ideas
1: Oh, I um, love it, yeah. Uh, love
2: yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, the Medici Effect, basically
1: uh-huh.
2: uh, For those of you who are not familiar, the Medici Effect is this family Italian family during yeah. the Enlightenment or the Renaissance, I can't remember
1: uh, Yeah, the, I think it Italian Renaissance Yeah, the Medici, Medici family
2: yeah. Yes, the family sponsored uh, They were the patrons of the arts, yeah, yeah, science, yeah. technology <laughs> Everyone came to the same town and there was just this awesome exchange of ideas, beliefs, viewpoints, and um, there was so much progress. Yeah, so, so you know,
1: actually, actually, I'm just curious about you. Like, do you think that you might want
2: to move out of the Uh, Eventually, yes, for the sake of my child. Um, the reason why I'm saying that is because um, it's easy to get caught up in one narrative, yeah. the narrative of the land. Yeah. and and you get shut off to uh, other possibilities Um, like for example uh, Switzerland has awesome healthcare maternity benefits and work stops at a certain hour Uh, and you wouldn't get the chance to see that because Singapore is like a global HQ for so many companies and it works around the world yeah so that's my reason for why I would love to relocate Um, but I don't think like I said at the start I'll be comfortable in any one place for any long amount of time so I will may be hopping around
0: Right,
2: right, right But then talking about hopping around and, and we were discussing this in our prep right you mentioned something <laughs> about the UK and how that aligns to what like, you yeah, call yeah, your Pluto yeah. line Uh, I, you wanna mm-hmm. talk about that? Yeah, 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 so
1: the partner proposed it to me in, in uh, I think 2018 uh, you know, I to go over and move over and just visit him for a while and just stay there and just you know, because I, I have a place to stay, it doesn't pay rental, i seem to pay for my flight like there. He stays there. Yeah, he stays there. Like oh, not now, not now, not then, then. And he offered me to just live in, in the same apartment as him. And then I just stayed there like, you know, and for six months I just think like a like a I don't know, like a long-term excursion sabbatical, And I had so much resistance to it. Because it's like, oh my god, so far, it going be really expensive, I want the money, yada yada yada. So many conversations I had. Mm. And then when finally, and finally, when I'm there, I really felt like, oh my god, my whole entire life, for 30 years of my life, this is what I've been missing.
0: Mm. You know?
1: And I keep you not, this is what I, I really felt like. I felt like for 30 years of my life, this is what I've been missing. I miss, I miss this, this sense of like, abundance and this. Sense of like possibilities, you know and there's so many weird stuff there, you know like the spiritual scene, you know Singapore's spiritual, spiritual scene is nothing compared to the UK I see we call like, uh, there's this uh, they call it the mind-body-spirit festival mm. and he opened the door to the convention so they hold it at the, the Olympia where they help the uh, London Olympia Right. So it's a mega big exhibition hall. When you, when you go into it, you have to pay to go in. When you go into it, you are just like, what the heck? It's like, it's just kind of a flabbergasted by the amount of people there. Like, and not just the amount of people there, but the kind of thing that's available. Mm. You don't just have essential oils. You don't just have the Reiki and all that. Mm. You have like new like healing modalities. There's this Korean healing modality. Like, I forgot what's the name. Uh, there are lots of shamans everywhere. Uh, and then there's this uh thing called I still remember this thing called uh, the great the great psychic fair, right? right? So it's like this little tentage, and inside the tentage it sits like a numerous round table, and all the round table there's there's a psychic like specialising in the time. and then you see people queuing up at the at fair like queuing up, much like going to a restaurant like that you know, there's a menu in front and then there's a person attending like okay, Mister Smith is only available at and you really have like this little book of men, of you know, the different types of psychics that's available and it's just fascinating like how this is even possible with there. you know, so it is just amazing, right? so, in short, the UK, the London, the Europe was a very life-changing experience for me, mm. right and I didn't realize, I didn't really understand why until we to look at my you know, there's this thing called astro Basically, <laughs> if you map your chart, your natal chart onto the world map, uh, you see a couple of lines, like And where UK London is, is um, it's, it's near my uh, my Pluto line, okay, and my North Node, okay. So it is where basically Pluto North Node is basically transformation for the future. Mm,
2: that has the whole self.
1: Yeah. Mm. Right. So yeah, I definitely one of the things i definitely felt was that after I come back, I felt very different. Mm. Like, you know, I, not, I cannot be the same anymore, you know? So yeah, so that's, that's the interesting part for me. Yeah, so so what about you, Cliff? Like, you know, when it comes to your own like actual charge, you know, like if you map it into mm. the world map, uh, where's Hong Kong and how's Hong Kong for you?
2: Sure, so Hong Kong specifically, right? Uh, when we were prepping for this i was looking at my natal chart so that means my whole life uh, this chart will not change so when i moved that chart to hong kong um the significant change was saturn moved into my ic line so ic line is like your subconscious your sense of home and personal identity personal identity yeah no not personal identity sense of home private life and there was Saturn there, so if I move to Hong Kong, it's a little bit more structured, which was true. I was very, you know, I, I I live like clockwork there, um, but it's also uncomfortable. Saturn is is like a hard mattress yeah yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 And and uh, Mars was like right in the middle of my 6th house, so it's a very busy. And you know how um, the work culture in Hong Kong is like, like It's it's, it's kind of normal and expected to be timing timing OT, uh, working on weekends and stuff like that, so that was a life that I lived in. However, I'm just looking at my secondary progress chart uh, Technical term, but basically for the time specifically when I was in Hong Kong And when I looked at, moved the chart to Hong Kong uh, My 7th house is oh, like, wow <laughs> my 7th house is just like the entire kampong has gone to my 7th house 7th so house is about partnership,
1: relationship People,
2: yes, and that was the best time of my life. I met people from all over the world. I changed ideas. The very much like the Medici effect that I was talking about just now. But specifically, it it um it shaped my the way I look at relationships. Mm-hmm. I was running away from a relationship in Singapore. Oh, I ran to Hong Kong, <laughs> and then What um, yeah. relationship is this? No, my my romantic relationship. Uh. yeah. So. Uh the tea long story. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was supposed to settle down but then I realized that I wasn't and I did a call meeting and I just read. <laughs> 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 uh, so there was a lot of growing up from then till now, not to worry. But <laughs> basically you've got Neptune, Sun, Uranus, Saturn and Mercury are all you know crisscrossing into the seventh house. So, yeah, I that's where I formed and formulated my own thoughts, beliefs on what a relationship should be like. Nice, nice. Uh, I got all the playing out of my system and when I came home I was finally ready to like um, settle down like of my own evolution, not because my parents or society wants me to settle down. Yeah, so um, yeah, it just brings out a point, like even as astrologers, you spend a whole lifetime looking at your own chart, right? But you always find something new. Yeah, you
1: always find something new, that's yeah.
2: so true. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. yeah, Hong Kong was that for me.
1: I guess like, the question that we have for everyone at is, what does an ideal home look like for you, and what does that mean? Mm. Also, the real dollar question is, can you have it in Singapore? Yeah.
2: And if you can't, where in the world can you go to find the next best thing? Yeah, and yeah. we do that through cartography
1: In the next segment, we're going to talk about uh, astrocartography
2: as part of our Learn astrology Segment.
1: Come to learn astrology, and today we're going to talk about astro cartography. So, astro means astro, cartography means
2: map uh, uh,
1: making, yes. Right, so we're gonna make sense of your chart by kind of like putting it onto the world map, mm. okay? And yeah, um so if you really want to try this, you can actually go to astro.com, is it?
2: yes um so the wi-fi where we are has blocked astro.com so it's not possible. it's been classified as a dating site
0: <laughs> but okay
2: never mind for our listeners um i will just walk us through using the mobile uh, app so you just go to astro.com or actually what's easier is just go to google and just type astro cartography A-S-T-R-O-C-R-I-T-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y and then spaceastro.com and then you should get the first search result as Horoscope Astro Click Travel Astro deist. Yes, Horoscope Astro Click Travel So click into that and you'll be brought to the Astro Cartography page So when you go into there you'll be asked to select a chart or sign in and Uh create an account if you don't already have an account then put in your date of birth, time of birth, location of birth, and then you'll be shown uh, a picture of the map of the world with lots of multicolored lines uh-huh. across the map. So um, let's say, for example, I think we had a couple of uh, examples set up. For example, if you want to have, be more prominent in your career, like move into a place where you are likely more value for who you are um, or uh, increase your money-making opportunities Mm -hmm. then that kind of goes into Venus
1: yeah the Venus line
2: yeah Yeah.
1: Venus could also be the place where you find your love yes exactly because it's it's interesting because like I after I came back to Singapore in 2019 uh, that I think November I had to go to Australia for a game right Mm. and then afterwards when I look at the astrophotography chart I realized that that's where my Venus line is. I literally went there to, to do Venus stuff, which is a attend wedding. <laughs> so, yeah, Venus line. Mm. Yeah, that's also why you feel happier, you feel like uh, mm. yeah, a, sense of, a sense of enjoyment.
2: Yep. But then what happens if the Venus line uh, doesn't hit any land It's across the ocean? Then look for the island. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, so that's a real thing, look for an actual island or uh, look for the continent or country that's the next best thing, closest to it. Yeah, a... yeah,
1: as close as possible. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also like, uh, so another, another reason you know, why you want to do astrophotography is look at where your sun is. Mm. Right. Uh, one of the things I learned in astrophotography is that uh, the sun is where you can be seen. Yes. Well, you have no problem being seen. Yes. Right. And uh, interesting enough, my son is around uh, UAE.
2: Hmm. You right? the aer- aer- I, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And I have a constant Dubai client. I have a few constant Dubai clients. Oh, there we go. So, yeah. So <laughs> I'm seen there mm. in some way. So, yeah.
2: So for those of you who are business owners or you are working for a corporation and looking for a relocation, uh, look for where the sun line is on the map and that those are your best bets. Even better
1: if you can find like a space where it is uh it's crisscross with the mid heaven, which the MC. Is. Yes, yes. Right. Uh, yeah, so okay, it's a bit technical, but just look for the sun line if you find.
2: Yeah, so these are just very simple tips. There's a lot more to it, but this you know gets you started.
1: And if you, if you feel very stagnant and you want growth, you know, grow in the sense of like,
2: spiritual awakening. Yeah.
1: Or it could also be the sense of like, transcending beyond mm. yourself, the current state of yourself.
2: Mm.
1: Look for the North line. right, which is just really essentially what happened to me, like, when I went to the UK. Because that was where, my uh, North Road line was, was near. Mm. So, look for the North Pole line, that's where you feel like you are, closer to, in some way, the kind of karmic, the karmic future that you are meant to be. Mm-hmm. right so there's something about that, that place that will change you. You know how we hear stories about how people, you know, they say they go to different countries, and they say, oh, you know, this city changed me, Yes. Oh, yada yada yada. I suspect that's a lot of people, like, because for me, that's what London needs to be. Mm. Even though, I mean, to be very honest, it wasn't just London, it was London as a subset of London of England, the mm. UK and even like Netherlands as well. So mm. I, there for, I there for some retreat. So yeah. So yeah, anything else to share about
2: astrophotography? Uh no, I think this is a very good primer to get started. I'm I sure all of you, you all of you trying it for the first time will get lost and confused. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's normal. <laughs> Just that's normal. Look for us. Yes, yes, look for us for for in depth discussion. But, yeah, I, I think um, what I've done also because I have a family and I have a child uh, We've actually started thinking about where do we want to retire Firstly, where do we want to retire and perhaps more relevantly before that Where can we go to have the best possible life um, as a family Like where, And, and I, I think we're fortunate enough to have found one where it is a, a good growing up place for my child uh, good for career for the wife mm-hmm. and then good for just general life. Okay, what's that? Uh Adelaide. Adelaide. Oh. In Australia. Are
1: you thinking of moving there?
2: Uh, potentially. When? Uh once we sort the savings up. Yeah, and once the, Is it like a like a year, number of years go? We have to be here for the next eleven years because um. child, yeah, mandatory education. Right. Uh, yeah. and i'm <laughs> hesitant because everything in australia the wildlife is just <laughs> crazy <laughs> spiders are huge uh, i just hate insects <laughs>
1: yeah, you know yeah. Yeah, yeah. so yeah you know if you're interested in, in of looking at where your actually chart maps onto the world mm. uh, take a look at our show notes and the description of the, mm. the spotify or the google podcast or the Podcast uh yeah you will know, be in the description. You can click on the link and mm. you can take a look at actual.com. And if you would like us to take a look at our chart, let us know, you know. Mm. And it's really really important. I mean, not important, and this is really useful as well if you are thinking of going somewhere to celebrate your birthday. Oh yes, right. right because nice. I, I celebrated my birthday in the UK. Mm. Essentially, I have my solar return, which yes. is basically Fancy, the fancier astrological name for birthdays. Birthday, yeah. I have it in the, in the UK and because I have it there, my trajectory for the next year change. Yes. Right. So if that's something that you're looking at, you know, you're interested in, yeah, come to us and maybe we can give you some, you know, some nippets or tidbits, mm. of, you know, where, where you can go to celebrate your birthday or, you know, where's a good place for you to travel to. Mm. You know? Maybe not just for birthday, but to get the kind of like awakening or whatever that you want.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we have people who have, uh, who launch sales campaigns or marketing campaigns and they follow uh, specific patterns in the chart and that's how they maximize their business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool, yeah, so that's all, that's the stuff that we can do for you. Uh, and I think that wraps up our Learn Astrology section. Yes, so
1: yeah, this will be our last Learn Astrology for season one. So uh, I hope um, you have learned some stuff in, the, in this season. And yeah. Okay, thank you everyone for tuning in to this episode, episode five of season one of Astrologically Speaking. We you know it's been a while, uh, and this is the end of season one. Hmm. Um, we are likely to have a season two. We we are, we are, we are gonna discuss um, after we get this out, and we'll just we yeah. take a break for like a month or so. Yeah, yeah. And we'll discuss uh, what's the plan for season two. You know, maybe there will be a mystery call star, maybe we'll a yeah. third coaster, maybe we don't know. <laughs> uh And yeah, you know, yeah. We will we'll let you know. Mm. Um, and in the meantime, just stay tuned for more information on season two on the our. Instagram page yep. and our website or our socials. This mm-hmm. So thank you everyone once again.
2: Thank you everyone for joining us on this journey and uh, see you when we do. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: If you like what you're hearing in this podcast, do follow us on our Instagram handles at gabriel.seas and at Neal Career Astro. You can also find out more about us on our individual websites at a thirdeyeseer.com and cliffneal.com.